Peace, beloved. Peace. It's your homie, Young Content, the unofficial sensei of the culture, mastering youthfulness, contentment. Alpha plays only. I don't have the sound bite. And we are live. Uh, shout out to the podcast listeners on NFT Guru Talk and Chill number 35. Oh, what a sweet episode. We have the beloved Jeremy Storm Sky back. Deadstock is in the building and Walshy. But Jeremy, I truly missed you. And I know a lot of people did. Looking good with that cut. Thank you very much, sir. It's uh, really great to be back. It's great to be back in the States, to be in a different time zone, and to be back on the show, man. Um, I've been looking forward to this all week. It's felt like Christmas, and uh, yeah, super excited to do our thing and jump into the old guru jammy lamb. So uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Dude, you're in an entire new world, right? You're in a new metaverse, so to speak. Yeah, man, I'm I'm back in uh yeah back in the south, and you know there's a lot of strange subtle differences you forget while living away from the states for so long. One of them is air conditioning. I'm absolutely been freezing since I've come back in the house. Uh, Chick Fil A, forgot how good that sauce is. That you know extra what I'm on that on that spicy that's, sandwich. Hell yeah, man. And uh, yeah, uh, a lot of little things. So it's it's good to be absorbing my uh, Americanness back into my essence. So, Walshy, uh, you need to try Chick Fil A. Okay, when we when you come over here, we're gonna vibe with some Chick Fil A. I was just gonna I was just gonna say that I've never tried Chick Fil A. I have no idea what you guys are talking about, but uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm missing oh, out. Man. Walsh, how you doing, first and foremost? You didn't try the sauce, but you're still the sauciest man in the metaverse, so what's up? <laughs> Things are going great, man. It was uh, kind of a slow week, but I mean, uh, Jeremy, nice to have you back, buddy. You look like a whole new man, by the way. Um, Irish Jeremy and American Jeremy definitely have two distinct looks, so uh, <laughs> shout out to I'll Jeremy, it, boys. Dude. It's good to have you back. It. Thank you, sir. Yeah, man, everything's good, and uh, glad, to, glad to be back on the show and have a, have a chat with the boys once again. Yeah, so happy to have you back on the uh, 35th episode uh deadstock how you doing bo the red is your color just oh, like that bro. intro hey, hey i appreciate that i love the intro love the music great to be back with the boys and jeremy welcome back homie it was uh you know we definitely missed you but new haircut new beginnings our boys back in the states three of us are here in the states and eventually all four of us will be united to uh you know foreign Voltron in, in person that'll be a stream for the future keep keep you know, guru getaway in the future keep looking out i love how you say guru getaway you're literally forcing me to do this guru getaway one day one day it'll come like nft nyc maybe bigger than that yeah you already know keychains already know. and all that stuff and the gift bags <laughs> um uh can you do uh can you do me a favor Deadstock? can you say hi to the people in the chat i mean go do roll call and if you see in the chat course brother i got you man we got the whole fam living in we got steve in uk of course we got doing man we got nick we got our boy b rad we got p Daltris, we got drew we got vernus we got oh mathrax that's our boy right there Salido, love you man and uh everybody's coming in and joining the fam everybody that's watching it looks like we got up to 10 people at the moment just take a moment and hit that like help young with the algorithm on youtube and uh let's keep rocking out we appreciate you guys spending time with us because this is this is what we do man you're like the dj khaled of the of the nft world dude Holy <laughs> dj khaled god damn uh we dude, the blockchain we've been missing a lot of uh i don't know jeremy there's a thing that's happening on twitter that everyone's saying apo now I don't know if you know what APO means, but I think you're a key component in that. No, I yeah, know what I'll, that I'll, means. I know no, he's yeah. not here, but I'll, I'll take care of it. Alpha plays only. Okay. <laughs> Alpha plays only. People are people are loving it. I'm going to play it real quick and then shut down Stream Deck because this shit kills my stream. Here goes.
Alpha plays only. <laughs> you can't really hear that, guys. But, we can't uh, hear it, but they can hear it. Yeah. But they can hear you. Get we it. don't hear it on our end, but it's, it's nice. I, I hear it in my imagination, yeah. For sure. Um, right. There's a lot of alpha, dude. We miss your alpha. We miss what you're bringing to the table. Delphi, councilman of the, of the dojo himself. Guys, if you don't know who that councilman is, that is him right there with the dapper stash. Uh, can you kind of sit a little lower, Jeremy, so your head's not framed? All right, boom, you're good there. Or wherever gotcha. you want to do it, you're free. Uh, gotcha. Walshy, I need you to lead us in, dude. What's up? Uh, the, t the stream is titled Mechaverse Drop, uh, DeFi NFTs Merging with a bunch of these coins, and uh, uh, all this other stuff. So let's start off with, um, I mean, last week we were talking a bit about Mechaverse. And uh, going into Mechaverse, <clears throat> we knew it was incredibly hyped that most people who applied for a ticket weren't going to win the raffle. And that's exactly how things played out. So uh, I, I believe once the drop concluded and everything was said and done, <clears throat> we were looking at like a six and a half to like a seven and a half ETH floor for the Mechas. Um, now, this is prior to reveal, of course. Um, those prices held pretty strong up until the reveal, at which time the, the meccas started crashing. I believe now we're at like a two and a half ETH floor. So um, the folks that minted are still going to do very well. Congratulations to all you folks. Um, unfortunately, people that bought pre-reveal definitely seem to have bought the top as far as it's played out up until, you know, right now. Things could change, but I mean... It's not looking good because the overall perception of the project is that um, from what I've seen and, and my personal opinion is that these mechas all look very similar. The traits are very similar. Um, There's duplicates. Is there duplicates? See, There's, and I've also heard that there was an issue with the metadata being uh, not leaked, but people people could scrape the metadata. I don't know if you call that leaked or not, but that's what happened. People were able to scrape metadata and put in offers on unrevealed mechas. Um, that wouldn't have made sense to the holder because if the, if you knew that an unrevealed mecha was going to be a rare or a legendary and you can put in an 11 ETH offer, the holder of that mecha, if they're new, they're not going to understand that, you know, somebody could have scraped the data. They're just going to see an offer and accept, you know, not knowing what's really at, at play. So, I mean, that was definitely an issue that I'm seeing uh, play out and I'm seeing people voice their concerns about that on Twitter and on Discord. Um, there's a few other things that happened this week. Um, the DeFi, the DeFi NFTs you were, you were mentioning young, uh, one story in particular, I'm going to bring up quickly was the stack toads. Apparently they took a massive dip today and, uh, they were one of the projects that were trying to not necessarily copy, but they were trying to do kind of like what the cyber Kongs were doing and trying to provide sort of a passive income to their users, to their user base. And it, it's, it's not working. Um, just as many people would have guessed, you know, um, cyber Kongs is not necessarily a one-off, but I mean, it's going to be something that's not easy to replicate. So, uh, just as we had thought these, uh, these DeFi tokens are, are, are struggling already. And, uh, hopefully, hopefully whenever, uh, the BAYC rolls theirs out, uh, they'll have good tokenomics in place. So I that feel like and it's I'm sure easy for will. these things to struggle because, you know, what is raising 800 ETH? real quick on a mint and just leaving uh it's exactly. so it's so i think uh you know like uh, deadstock said on last stream history doesn't repeat but it rhymes and i yeah. think with that rhyming of the ico phase uh the ideo phase um a lot i think a lot of these uh scammers are just taking advantage of the hype saying they're offering a token 
Um, yeah. It's kind of sad. But, uh, you know, as someone in Delphi, Jeremy, that works uh, at Delphi Digital, creating a token ain't easy. No, there's a whole economy that rests on on a on a token i mean there has to be demand for the the underlying item that's being offered that the token rep like it's it's a whole thing the only reason the bananas have value is because what they provide has incredible value and if that if you don't have that value to begin with then you're, you're not going to have something that's that's worth selling it's worth having you know that's my opinion jeremy what's your thoughts on it now i'm gonna give it a dead stop yeah, no, you're totally right. Like when it comes to any sort of economy, like, you know, everything's super gamified and everything, you know, um, f like feels similar to Web 2 in certain ways. But like when you're playing with these economies, like you're playing with people's like financial, you know, not freedom, but like your their finances. So there's a huge responsibility on that. If you make a crappy game and release it into the wild and its economy doesn't work, then like it's just not people who are wasting their time. It's people who are potentially wasting their money. And the the thing uh, with with token econ as well is when it comes to token econ, it's like you don't have to fix something that isn't broken. But like at the same time, like you always need to be innovating and not just like copying and pasting like we saw happen with the PFP craze time and time again. It's just same thing, different animal. You know what I mean? So it's like if you want to really make yourself stand out and like innovate in a way that makes sense for your project rather than just doing CyberKongs in a different way. And also on a CyberKong note, I, uh, uh, from what my understanding is, is um, or what I've been hearing rather is um, people are very interested to see what happens with them because a lot of people think that if uh, – the SEC or somebody comes in that they're going to get the hammer hard because of uh, some of their utility and legal issues surrounding the bananas in that project. So that's also something to keep an eye on. Is it is it is it the the words of like using <laughs> earn passive income like saying like specific verbatim like uh, things like that the SEC is looking yeah. at. Yeah, I think it's like that. And also, it's just like if you're selling something that doesn't have utility and then like giving people um, some sort of yield for it, then um, you get into like securities territory and you get into like other f funny financial territory, which a lot of people don't know about or think about, which is fair. That's why but, we like, need you on the show, Councilman, because you yeah, was grounded. Yeah, that's part of the job, man. Like you can't launch something that isn't legally sound because it's either going to bankrupt you or like it just gets you in real trouble. Like the tax man cometh, you know. What do you think about that? Death I, this on, I read this on Twitter, boys. I just want to throw this in yeah. real quick. Um, and I don't know if this is true. It was a Twitter thread that um, I don't know if it was a, a cyber Kong or what, but the fact that one banana equals one banana supposedly had something to do with it not being considered a security up until this point, because there was no promise of a financial gain other than that the banana was equal to one banana. So I don't know how much that you know terminology holds up as far as you yeah, know the legality. Yeah, I would say stick to those terminology as much as possible. And this right. is something I read on Twitter. It could have you know no basis in the real world. Just throwing that out there. Thought well, just it. real real quick on that as well like to be fair like a lot of, like nobody really knows because this is such a huge gray area and everybody's just literally take like doing their best you know what i mean because there is no rule book on this yet so i'd like to think and, and that's talk maybe tell me if i'm wrong or right i like to think that code is free speech it is a form of free speech it's code it's a language so Maybe if they can make the language, you know, tiptoe around this code. It, you said it, Jeremy. It's such a gray area. Um, just like the Howie test. I was on CryptoStash's show. Uh, Richard Hart talks about the Howie test all the time. Like, in order for it to be a security, you need to profit off the work of others or something like that. And that's one of the four of the Howie test. So, I don't know. Desktop, what do you think? How, how do you get around this shit? 
Yeah, um, it's one of those things where, and, and you basically touched on it with the security and with the Howey test, a lot of those things is there cannot be an expected profit from the work of others. Um, that's why even with him coming out with Pulse Chain, like Pulse Chain's coming out and it's going to be like, it's not worth anything. And even with like Walsh, mentioned before with banana, one banana equals one banana. And obviously there's utility for it right now because 600, they earn per CyberCon 10, 10 banana a day. After 600 banana, they can trade that in, burn it, and get a baby Kong. And those are going for whatever, 15 ETH or whatever at this point. But with these securities and in dealing with, and, and, and also honestly just being part of projects that are wanting to get into DAOs and wanting to have people in the community be part of it, they have to be, especially in the United States, which is regulated by the SEC, extremely cautious because while we do appreciate that in this space, um, it is the Wild West still. We are very early. We're always joking about that because it's it's factual. Um, we have to look out. Not The teams not only have to look out for themselves, but they have to look out for their community because just because they come out with something, they're like, oh, well, we have the money. We'll just deal with the repercussions later. That's um, it's like if somebody didn't know that murder was a, was against the law. Like it doesn't it doesn't matter that you don't know or that it's unregulated. Eventually they can backdate stuff. They can just say, well, you know, it is what it is. And with these securities, you you really legit maybe somebody in another country than the united states won't get in trouble for doing or being a part of what you're doing but if you're under the united states like we are and a project is based in the united states you're really just uh, waiting to be thrown under the bus with a lot of these things because eventually when they start regulating they could shut you down and they could really just get everybody in trouble i've spoken to um two individuals that run a particular project and they are licensed um, you know, through real estate and they're licensed through the SEC. And when they were doing research for their project, which they ended up pivoting over to NFTs, which actually kind of, um, circum you know, circumvented all of that stuff. Anyway, you purchase the NFT, you're part of the project and there's other benefits, not a obviously promise of profit from their work. You, um, you know, they were specifically told, you know, you guys have licenses. If you guys get caught doing this stuff, it's even worse for you guys than what these other people are doing because you guys are going to be made a great example of what not to do. So not only will you lose your licenses, but you'll also get your people in trouble. You guys will get in trouble. So it's definitely a great area and um, a way that a lot of these projects are coming together. They're trying to figure out how do we bring value to our community, but you have to get creative with it. But whether we've seen airdrops, we've seen the live events, we've seen utility, we've seen um, future whitelisting, we've seen uh, you know all of these things that are continuing to work but it's going to continue to get built out. And this is the one area where people have to be extremely cautious, especially yeah. as we see, yeah. you know, major projects getting lawyers for all this stuff. I would hope, I don't want to get too political here, but with, with the, the, you know, what you see with COVID and the divide of states, Texas and New York, I would hope that maybe Wyoming, very uh, blockchain loving, uh, and, and their, especially their legislature can really just kind of help uh, us crypto native people. I'm looking forward to Those maybe nation states and other things that are happening. I mean, there's so much Those stuff people that, that I spoke to, they're, they're in Wyoming too. So they have a basis in Wyoming and even they were warned to be extremely cautious and probably not to approach it the way they, they were going to do it initially. Because let's admit, let's admit, we have some wonderful NFT projects. We have a bunch of shit out there. But in the end, are these people really economists? Do they understand the economics of what would create a successful token or economy for their customers and launch it? I mean, even with CyberCongs, once you know, all of the baby Kongs are made because there's only so many of them. Where does that banana go at that point? And, and, and as it keeps getting built up, does the value drop? Because it reached 120. 
Now, last time I checked, it was around 70. If all the baby Kongs are gone, does it go back down to like 10, five? Like, who, like we don't know. Like, it's not getting used. Supply, demand. Yeah. This goes back to you, Jeremy, always saying, hey, uh, let me let me, let me me transition to this. But uh, shout out to the viewers that are listening to the podcast. We are growing at an exponential rate. You make it happen. Uh, there's nothing like seeing the live show, though. Uh, make sure you follow Jeremy Storm Sky, just like it sounds. Jeremy Storm Sky at Deadstock OG, the Deadstock OG, and Walshy underscore Eve. You want to put the mustache on for the people at the live uh, that are missing out the live stream? Should I do it? Do it. Yeah. Put the, yeah. Put the mustache on, dude. Damn! Disappeared. Janked the stream. <laughs> My back. Oh yeah, back. he is Jeremy Storm Sky now, and Jeremy Storm Sky is Walshy. How can you tell the difference though? Because we're both. No, you're not wearing your stash. Both I think we're the same person. God, oh yeah. Damn it, Walshy. <laughs> you little, little wily rascal. You, Hold on, I got, you guys got to see this. This is why you got to watch the live stream uh, uh, here, guys. Okay. <laughs> guys, yeah, I think know. I'm just gonna break it if I try this. Right, so, don't like, break yeah. it. Don't do it. Yeah, 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 yeah no worries. No worries. I promise I'll wear the mustache next week. Just yeah, let me, uh, <laughs> let me change if, Jeremy's name over. If you're on the podcast, just understand that Walshy had a fake mustache and now he does not have a fake mustache. Jeez Louise. Hold on, guys. I gotta play a, I gotta play a sound effect for that. Uh where is it at? Okay, okay. Okay. Sheesh. Sheesh. Alright, let me uh let me delete this. Actually I figured out that Stream Deck when uh uh live streaming is that it's not healthy. It, it it runs up my CPU. I might have a shit computer. Um I was gonna say Jeremy <laughs> I was gonna say Jeremy, um you know the world all too well. Um, uh, seeing Axie Infinity airdrop, we, we had a conversation with a friend of mine. Axie Infinity airdrops a token. AXX is kind of down right now. Uh, it, some people say it's probably due to that massive airdrop. Um, what, what, what's that? What's that legality around uh, AXS and Axie Infinity? You know, connected to Delphi. Where do you see them going? Uh, I mean, I think Axie right now is dealing with, uh, you know, scaling, which is a great problem to have. Um, so, you know, just figuring out ways to bring uh, value back to the community. I don't think there's much legality as far as airdrops go, at least not that I know. And obviously, guys, this isn't legal advice and not financial advice. And just like we're, I'm not a lawyer. So, frankly, I'm, I'm not sure on that one. But um, I, th there was a point actually on the banana thing that I think is interesting and could be fun to highlight um, as, as far as like what you were saying, like what happens when the bananas disappear? Well, like what would be really cool to see is like that banana transition to like an in-game currency or something like that. You know, like have, it is. Have the, it is. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. I'm not too familiar with the CyberCons or OG. It's just how many people want to change the name of their CyberCong and spend bananas on a game <laughs> that's not outset or in-game asset. So, so you make the good point though. Like in that transition, once the cyber, uh, the baby Kongs are done, what are they going to be spending bananas on? If there's nothing to spend bananas on, they just keep stacking up. Where does the value go? It's going to drop. So. Well, if there's some utility going with the bananas, like if it was going somewhere, then that would be a good time to buy a bunch of bananas, a bushel of bananas. <laughs> a bushel, baby. A I bushel. like that. And, and guys, good alliteration. the reason why we talk about bananas and cyberkongs is because they are the 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 leader in the space. I feel they're one of the leaders we have in the space to assess your uh, passive income PFP. The reason why is they've they've developed a system in which the uh, the banana token has has gotten to such a high price that each cyber Kong, genesis cyber Kong holder um 
at least as as of a week ago, was making about a thousand U.S. dollars a day worth of bananas. So that's just like a little bit of a reference. So we're talking three hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. You know, yeah. over a quarter million dollars a year in U.S. dollars if if that valuation of bananas holds up. So that's why the the bananas and the cyber kongs is such a relevant topic right now. It's being it's being copied, and uh, a lot of people are trying to replicate it. Not that that's a bad thing. No, it's a good context to have. Thank you for that, Walsh. Yeah, thanks for that, Walsh. Important. It 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 kind of spills over into DeFi. Some people are saying DeFi 2.0 is here. Uh, I'm 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 personally experiencing it with Ohm, and how they uh you know they lock up bonds, they lock up die, uh and then they sell your Ohm at a discount at a high APY. You're I'm seeing a resurgence in DeFi. I think NFTs are taking these information from DeFi, implementing it in their own way. Not everyone is going to make it. But uh, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a few diamonds on the rough while we still have a chance to make some passive income. Uh, Jeremy, you always say research builds conviction. Um, do you have a, a game plan for quarter four or anything like that that the user or the people at home can, you know, take profit? Or what are you doing uh, for your own portfolio? Yeah, great question, man. And uh, yeah, a question that actually really happy to talk about because transparency I think is also incredibly important in this space. So with my own portfolio, like I have a lot of um, illiquid assets as far as NFTs go, just cause I'm an NFT analyst, you know? So um, I like to put my, I like to eat my own dog food, so to say. Um, so yeah, as far as my strategy goes into the end of the year, it's just, um, it, it'd probably be the same as my strategy has been. It's just keep an eye on the projects, keep an eye on their roadmap, you know, like we'll see what happens with Parallel uh, at the end of the month because they're about to do a pack drop. If, mm -hmm. you know, like if all their stuff appreciates at a crazy rate, then, you know, you, you look at your assets, see what could be trimmed, see if you want to pick something else up. So looking at that, um, YGG is doing incredibly well right now because the gaming space is doing really great right now. So, you know, they're kind of the decks of play to earn or that's the way I think about them. So happy to see that. And then just kind of tracking some other things. Like I think IMX might go public next week. Yeah, if I'm people not are talking about IMX NFTs, NFTs, IMX. I see it all over YouTube now. Yeah, so it's just just keeping an eye on that stuff, you know. See see what else is coming down the pipeline. Like, um, super excited this week to see that Micah Johnson just announced the Visa um, mm. partnership and collaboration, which is awesome. So it's it's seeing stuff like that and being like, all right, this could be big. Maybe pick up some of those, you know. So it's just um, I, I think it's kind of what we all do, you know. Just keep your finger on the pulse and um, just do what you know how to do best. With, with Micah Johnson, you say he raised, I heard he raised a million in like maybe 10 minutes under a minute for his uh, nifty gateway drop, uh, former baseball, baseball player for, I believe the Dodgers. And I was reading the article that Visa is partnering with him. And they mentioned something at the bottom saying that this might not only be the first partnership. He's thinking about making a movie and taking that, uh, character, Aku, which is a black boy astronaut and a narrative and i think that narrative will sell inside disney or whatever i think he has a lot of potential michael johnson in his aku drop yeah super super excited about aku man and just like micah is um a true professional you know he's like if you can make it big and if you could be a professional on the mlb i think that shows you have the chops to to rise to the top you know because it's not easy to do that and it takes incredible dedication and conviction to do that so to have something like that at the helm of a project that's already getting um, you know, visibility from the likes of Visa and has done great drops in the past and is building out a story and uh, interesting pipeline. Like, um, super, super interesting times and uh, I think an interesting project to keep an eye on. So, um, 
yeah, a bunch of savages over there anyway. So there's that your... Suck. Are you excited to see more blue chip uh, companies getting in? Visa, I know they bought their punks, right? And uh, mm. now you're starting to see them making a fun for artists, for NFTs. Uh, it just seems like this is going to be the new trend in quarter four with their budgets, I feel. Yeah, it's, it's finally getting to the point um, where these larger corporations, these entities are feeling comfortable diving into the space. Um, which is perfect because this is the next step. I know some people are on both sides of the fence, but in the end, just like Coinbase um, with themselves developing an NFT yep. market, you know, whether I'm, I'm never going to use Coinbase and nothing against Coinbase, but just, you know, I don't need to, I'm more decentralized type guy, but it's wonderful because we're a lot of people who want to get on-ramped into the space. And a lot of people that are in NFTs, they're not into crypto. I mean, it is crypto, but they're not into the actual coins. They're, they're learning about NFTs, they're purchasing NFTs, and they're buying crypto as a means to do so. So instead of somebody having to onboard some money somewhere, maybe they don't know, Kraken, whatever, and then having to get ETH or Cardano or whatever it is that they're trying to buy in whatever marketplace, and then having to go to OpenSea or going to see CNFT, they can go to Coinbase and literally get whatever they need and just purchase a with their credit card, whatever NFT they want to do. And just like with Visa coming in now, it is nice to see that, you know, with them, I, I believe, even though Mike is the first one, um, they're, they're going to have like an open application yeah. type um, thing going on where they're going to choose from a group of artists. So Mike is really just like the first of what's going to end up being many where the company would end up sponsoring these projects and provide whether it's consultation or the platform to really boost and rocket these uh, individuals forward in the projects. And it's, it's nice to see because it's going to be inevitable, just like we're seeing these celebrities that come in. Hey, guys, what NFT should I buy? And they're like two weeks later. It's only because they're dropping a project. But then you Reese see Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon is the latest. Shaq, I hate to call you out, um, you know, but it's one of the John Wall. But it's just one, it's just one of those things where you see now that the people that uh, celebrities, athletes that are in the space and actually enjoy it, you see an authenticity in it. Where now we're starting to mature, which is like we are with a lot of the red flags with these NFT projects. We're seeing the red flags kind of show up in the formula of how a celebrity kind of comes in. Hey guys, what NFT should I get? And then literally a week later, they're dropping their bullshit NFT for their to 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 make money in the brand. And you know the whole point is we don't need those people, but it's wonderful that they're participating. But the power of of this stuff is in its community, and so like it's enjoyable mm. to see that we can all help each other and these small artists can really make a difference along with the large and everybody's on an even playing field. So I, I like to see it. This is for you. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. Um, Walsh, you're, hey, you're up bro. Cause I, I want to also ask you Walsh with what he said. And then can you speculate on these Coinbase NFTs? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I can speculate much on the Coinbase NFTs, but I mean, as, Number go up. as, Coinbase, as a marketplace and as a, um, as a, as a means to onboarding non-crypto native people. And it, I had an experience this week, okay? My cousin, he found out that I'm into NFTs and he really wanted an NFT. He wasn't sure if he wanted an Ethereum NFT, a, a Cardano NFT. Art block, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, I gave him a lot of help. Like a chromey you know? squiggle. <laughs> Trying to teach him, like, from from onboarding his money through, a, through an exchange to getting it loaded onto his MetaMask to... You know what I mean? Or, or loading it onto Uroi after getting his Uroi set up and just explaining it. It's a lot. Like we learned this months and months ago and we kind of forget how much work it took. But like a lot of people that are busy, like they see the work that it requires and they get nervous and they just never come back to it. 
So what this means is that a lot of those folks are going to be able to just log in, use their credit card. Maybe they have to KYC, but so what? It's not going to matter to a lot of those folks. If they can just easily have access to NFTs and, you know, buy the Board Ape Yacht Club that, that they're, uh, you know, that they saw that their nephew had or that their grandkid had uh, that they couldn't get because of the barrier to entry, you know, that's a lot of new money coming in. So that's only going to benefit us. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of mixed conversations going on about like if this is going to be a good thing or a bad thing. I think overall having more widespread adoption, it's never a bad thing because we need, <laughs> there's going to be legal recourse in the next couple of years as it pertains to cryptocurrencies and DeFi and NFTs. I'm, I'm very afraid of that. And I, I think that the more widespread that adoption is, I think that yeah. the less severe of uh, of a recourse it's going to have on us as users and on our freedom, you know, as people of, of, you know, for the most part, free countries, we all, for the most part, come from free countries, especially in this conversation. I think I can speak for the four of us. So, uh, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I, to what extent are we free if we don't have the freedom to, to choose what we do with our money? You know what I mean? And with our investments. And that's a problem that I kind of have. And maybe that's better left not on the show. But I mean, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how things play out. And I'm definitely going to have an altered perception of my political leaders, especially in my country, if, um, if they impede on my liberties as Absolutely. a citizen of a free country as it pertains to cryptocurrency. I'm ready it's going for to be a nice trust. I'm ready to do everything in trust, some somehow, some way. Uh, well, well, with, with, I was going to say, with everything getting developed, it's important for us to just keep pushing back on some of that stuff too, because if we if we allow them to infringe, then it is what it is at that point. So yeah, we need yeah. Jeremy and you and Walshy to be like lobbyists, man. Come on, Big Pharma has them. Why don't NMT have them? You guys sign up, we sign will. a petition. Everyone sign a Beanie. petition. Beanie Get does them. it for all of us. <laughs> Perfect oh, representation. Man. Um. Jeremy, what do you think about celebrities in the space? I know you're very connected, but uh, I think I think some of them, like Micah Johnson, know they they really put their 10k hours in. Um, I feel like celebrities always think in like I don't want to make it linear for their thinking, but I feel like they think in in, in trends. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, I I don't know, kind of in line with Walshy's thinking on uh as far as celebrities go because like how many people got turned on to crypto earlier this year because of the flood that came in, you know? I was uh I was at a <laughs> of all things this is going to sound weird, an axe throwing party um or <laughs> earlier well, this week. Let me week. give you the uh, let me give you the sound bite. Nice. See, so like, so I was at an axe throwing party earlier this week and, um, my friends had told their friends that I was into crypto. And like, right when I walked in, there was like three different people who wanted to chat about their crypto. You know what I mean? And these are people I would not have been chatting to crypto with before this year for sure. And most of them had their crypto because of Elon Musk was talking about Dogecoin and, you know, Snoop was talking about this and that. So they kind of got onboarded and interested in crypto and know about crypto now because of that first wave of celebrities. Now, whether or not it's good that my friend holds Dogecoin and Ethereum Classic exclusively is a different story. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, whoever onboarded them did a poor job. But um, the point being, it's like now that they're aware of crypto, they're like introduced, their interest in peak, and they were eager to learn and have a conversation with me about it, like super eager. And, uh, you know, most of the stuff I probably said went over their head, which like there's no problem with that. But, um, you know, I think once more celebrities come in, I think when the celebrities do come in again, we'll be a little bit more ready for it because the first time it was kind of like, well, 
oh, you know, it was like we were the hot girl at prom. But now that we've already been the pretty girl, you know, and we have a couple more years on us, we've smoked a few more cigarettes and that sort of thing. <laughs> like we're a little bit older, a little bit wiser. And like we'll be able to accommodate those celebrities and maybe like do it a little bit better this time. And once again, then we'll get more um, engagement, more people, more users. And like it's, it's that snowballing kind of cycle. So um, I'm, I'm bullish on it, just like exactly what he was saying about Coinbase. So like more the merrier. Bullish use case. Let me get to these uh, chats. We just hit 100 uh, messages very quick. That was like the quickest I've oh, ever wow. had 100 messages. We as a mm, show. Cool. I think you guys like this show. It has the most views. Um, uh, Matthew Clue, a.k.a. Big Daddy in the building. Uh, he says W. Uh, you're getting a lot of compliments on your stash, guys. People with the stash <laughs> in this chat. Uh, they can take us all down. They can't take us all down, baby. Yes, I will. You're right. Hey, I'm going to the wrong parties. Yes, those axe throwing parties are lit. Can we have an axe throwing party at the Guru Retreat? sure yeah maybe. uh we have done? to i'm gonna bring access to the next dojo meetup damn this is this is turning into like a little hey i, I want to shout out somebody victor my, my dude i i'm so happy that you were able to mint a mecca trust me when the project first came out i was all about it but um and you know just because i have an ape or a cool cat or gutter cat and all that stuff like we're all the same type of people it doesn't matter what we own i want to see all these projects succeed but there has to be a certain standard, my guy. So if they all have great backgrounds and there's a few of them that are literally duplicates, but one little thing is a different color uh, and it's the tiniest thing and it takes you more than like a minute to find what that difference is, they could have done something a little different. So I wish the project well. I'm so happy you were able to mint it. I hope you flip it if you want to and make a lot of money or you hold on to it. Yeah, the market but, is speaking right now. But, but, but I'm telling you, don't hate on people that have apes or punks and all that stuff because that that is not the way like we want to see everybody succeed just like we want to succeed earlier in the year i didn't have a uh, i didn't have an ape or any of that stuff but i got to call a spade a spade you know what i mean for the way that they did it you know they could do they, they could have done it better to provide a better experience for the community there's levels to this stuff and they didn't just hit all the marks and so i'm hoping they do well my guy so hey ben uh minute 36 inside the uh, uh the chat clip that and send that to me I need that, that that clip for sure for Twitter. Um, Walsh, um, what other project are you looking at? I know right now, um, I, I the surprise stream. I always tell you guys who is on the surprise stream on the day of NAT Guru Talking Chill. I have Mark the Habibi tomorrow on the surprise stream. Uh, we're gonna be talking about his Generation Habibi project. Congratulations, hey, Mark! Shout out to Mark. We love you, Mark. Know, Killing Mark. the game, Mark the Habibi. He's in the dojo. We love his art, and we're gonna dissect it. Um, shout out to Doman for winning that giveaway. He was a part of the dojo. He won a mint pass. So huge play for you, brother. Happy to see from the Nike. ninjas. Yeah, the ninjas are winning right now. They're winning. Nice. They might. I don't know if they're winning with the the call that I made yesterday with the uh, uh, Tokyo Ten, but we'll see how that goes. I minted six. Give us some time. Patient plays. But Walshy, what are some of your uh, patient plays here? Something, some stuff you're looking at besides Mecca and all that other stuff. So there's a couple things coming up and I, I'm probably going to miss a few things here, but at the end of October ish, um, Avastars is expecting to have their replicant factory ready. Mm -hmm. So that is like the last string of a bunch of promises yep. that, um, that were made, okay, um, okay. you know, way okay. back when, and they've all been fulfilled with the exception of the replicant factory. So that's going to be coming up at the end of October. I'm stoked. As is you that guys just going to be a whole new trait merger where you can merge your previous og traits and yeah so like basically you can use two to five avastars and uh you can pick your favorite traits from those two to five avastars like your primes 
And those traits can be used to make like a Frankenstein avastar. So like I've got a, a couple series ones that I picked out specifically because I like their traits and I, I plan on making like a cyborg. Uh, anyways, I plan on making a very specific avastar that I'll share in the future. And I'm looking forward to that because Avastars is my day one. That's how I got into that. That is your day one. You enjoy that, it, don't yeah. you? I love it, man. That community, you know, they were, I got into that community because of a gift. Rizzle gifted me an Avastar. And then through that, I was able to save up a little bit of ETH and buy other things. And, you know, that community really took me under their wing and helped teach me everything that I know in a very short period of time. So, you know, I love that community. Shout out Avastars. Shout out I'm to really Rizzle. You're a celebrity, Rizzle. And Thanks a shout out to Rizzle, too. Sure. And, that was uh, one of my favorite uh, moments. Like it was when you were telling Rizzle that story, man. That was one of my favorite, like, guru talking chill moments ever. That was so special. That was special. Yeah, that's your origin story. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad yeah, I got cool. to tell it to him live on this show, too. So, yeah, that was definitely a special moment. Aside from that, um, what else do we have? I've been delving into a lot of art lately, uh, specifically on Han and Foundation. My boy, Die with the Most Likes. Actually, recently, just today. Your boy, Die with the Most Likes, with, is a legend. I've been following him forever. For whatever reason, his art caught my eye months and months ago when I got into uh, Hick et Nunk, or Hen, on Tezos, on that blockchain. Shout out to Mavi. And he recently, uh, just today, released 10 editions on Known Origin. It was his first uh, solo drop on there. That was a non-collaboration. And he sold out all in one day. So shout out to nice. you, Die with the Most Likes. Congratulations, bro. Um, you know, him, I'm looking him, at some art things, kind of like Creepture and all these. I'm seeing all this like sophomore classes rising up to like that high. Well, ranks. I'm seeing a lot of people coming from Hen, you yeah. know, that started on that platform. Uh, well, on you know, on the Tezos blockchain, they're coming into the Ethereum ecosystem and they're getting received very well. You know, so it's awesome that we got to see these artists who are selling their art, you know, for a very affordable price, um, be able to sell their art for in some cases, some pretty life-changing money. And it's awesome to get to see from like the very beginnings and the early stages in such a short period of time. Like we haven't even been here a year and all of our lives have been changed and we're seeing other people's lives being changed. And it's just the coolest thing I've ever witnessed in my life. And it's so dope to be here right now. And mm, every yeah. single day, like every single day and at no other period in my life has this been the case. Every single day I'm reflecting on how grateful I am for everything that's happened in the past eight months that that, deser that deserves one thing that deserves a gong it's the truth though it's it's really the truth real gong totally agree man no i couldn't have said it better myself man it's uh it's been a wild year it's been a super wild year that's why we need to have the freaking guru getaway at the end of the year so we can just like reflect chill and like come on do you say guru we'll getaway I, I i didn't have even booked the the the, the mountain reserve reservation yet <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm thinking i'm thinking um, we ride this final wave into first quarter of next year, and then we plan something for the summer. That way we uh, get some nice weather and we will have enough time to put it together. I mean, I'm really looking forward to getting together with, with the boys. And uh, I know uh, we're going to, we're going to, some of us are going to put some smoke in the air. So <laughs> if not, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll be drinking too. Don't, don't worry about it. Young. <laughs> I might yeah, have to yeah, go yeah, to yeah. Mexico if it gets Mushrooms, too cold. Acid, all that. I'm down. All the 18 year olds. Uh, yeah. Don't do that. Don't d delete. Rewind. <laughs> um expand your mind i wanted to say there was a speaking of people moving into the e e ecosystem walsh there was someone yeah. who did that that i really respect today his name was ben morrow uh with his huxley drop is his precious baby i talked to him in may about huxley he's coming back on the show scheduling that in uh oh, i think cool. flow 
the Vive Network, V3, V3, whatever. Didn't really do him justice. Uh, he he made the wise decision by coming to ETH. His comic uh, was his uh, pre-sale whitelist sold out. Uh, it's really awesome just to uh, see Ben Morrow grow in the space. I think he was a pioneer in that early uh, uh, early uh, uh, fall time, February March. So shout out to you, Ben, if you're watching this. I know you watched the stream, uh, but uh, I'm looking forward to seeing his world. Uh, Jeremy, he has a key, an access key that looks like a prime key in there. You're seeing a lot of influence between the Watcher. Um, the Prime Key has really influenced the nation. Uh, but even yeah. with the comics and stuff uh, that we've kind of highlighted on the show, comics are doing comics are doing their thing. Huxley, uh, Hale Draconis dropped their pilot episode, their cartoon pilot episode, which was very funny. You got to check it out. Um, yo, shout out to you on that play, Dead Dog on Hale Draconis. What you think of the the show, the pilot? I, I I love the um the humor of it. So it's something that I'm definitely looking forward to. And um, you know, I, I, I speak with the dudes and they're 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 just good people. I love the project and I like the direction they're going. They seem to be approaching in the right way. They're not phased by um, you know, if it if it didn't sold out or not, if slow sales, like they are building a good community. They are very consistent and I'm looking forward to the big things that they will be doing um coming up for the for the next couple of years and you know, forever. Nice. Everybody, get that token so you don't get blood sacrifice. Get that, get that token so you're not a blood <laughs> sacrifice. And I know that the Cryptodes collaborated with the Arcade NFT today. Um, that was a major collab. Crypto by Gremlin has a uh, collaboration with that Arcade that I had that I bought, the Genesis one. And uh, you get a custom. Uh, and, and and Gremlin, he started the Noun Project, Jeremy. So that was a. Oh wow. That was a. That was his his project, Cryptodes. And you're seeing like Gremlin is a beast. I mean, you kind of put us on noun, anyways, Jeremy. Mm. And just seeing that. Yeah, we that talked about that a long time ago. They've been crushing it. Yeah. What exactly is noun? It's a DAO. Um, so no, no. each day they, yeah, each day they sell a different noun, um, and that gives you access to the noun DAO. You can only have like 365 nouns a year, obviously, because there's only 365 days in a year. And they've been crushing it, man. I think they just did noun 69 uh recently or it's just about to happen so they're they're ticking away quite nicely and i think you know these things are going for anything from like well like in double digit ETH. yeah hundreds of ETH. over a hundred yeah like they're, they're crushing it so smokes. every day yeah every single day and jake bruckman's also part of that project if you don't know who jake bruckman is he's an absolute legend um he's like super super in the weeds of as far as nfts and this whole world goes so uh yeah one of those really solid teams really solid projects it's uh definitely worth keeping an eye on because it's one of those experiments and things that's been let loose in the wild it's like it's in the making you know it's something on the same scale as like watching when like loot hit you're like what the hell is going on here you know what i mean and uh, <laughs> so yeah doing really interesting things wow i actually got some exposure to noun dow through something called shark dow mm. and they're kind of like a dow within a dow so they buy nouns as a dow and then as a DAO, we, we vote on what we're going to vote for in the other in the nouns DAO. So it's kind of complicating. It's like a, a DAO within a DAO because we're too broke to buy our own noun. It's a it's DAO inception is what it Damn. is. That's the cool thing about this space. You can uh, kind of freak it in any way, tweak it in any Ooh, way. Freaky. There's so many layers to that thing, man. Um, Jeremy, I know uh, you kind of had a really awesome Twitter space that I really encourage the dojo to watch with um, 
the founders key maker and Maddie DCL blogger Medici. Uh, you killed it. I think it had like 800 people in there. Um, but, like that. It was, it was a great conversation, man. And I wanted to kind of like with this segment of the show, uh, talk about the metaverse and maybe some of the, some of that philosophy in it that you can kind of share with the people. Cause when I, you know, I think the metaverse is, it has a psychological aspect. It has a, uh, it has a communal aspect. It's, it's, it has a, um, it has a, a incentive aspect. It has a gamified aspect, but there's some other layers in here, right? That you we, I mean, as far as that communal aspect that I just said. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, so yeah, first of all, the Twitter space was great. The speaking event, uh, Tom Bilyeu and, uh, Maddie DCL blogger of the MediKey and of, uh, impact theory and impact theory is just getting ready to drop their founders key. And if you guys don't know what MediKey and impact theory are, they're kind of similar in the sense that they are both keys to sort of like, uh, different events and access that uh, if you hold one, you just get access to all this really cool stuff. And it's just an incredible way to build a community. And so right now the MediKey and the Founders Key have built an incredibly, incredibly strong community around them. And so like through that conversation and other conversations I've had recently, um, I've just been going pretty deep down like the web 3.0 rabbit hole and just kind of like rethinking what the open metaverse might look like. And uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you like a glimpse into that rabbit hole just quickly. Um, Please. I, I, I think it's super interesting. So, you know, when we think of like what the open metaverse looks like, I think like a big open question on that is like, how do we get this sword or this axe from this game into this game so I could fight my, like use my rare sword to fight an axie while like, you know, a hell draconis dragon is like flying in the sky and blowing fire and that sort of thing. You know what I mean? And like, that's just like, it's not ready player one. That's going to be really difficult as far as that interoperability goes. I'm not saying we're not going to get there, but I think it's going to be really difficult. So I think we're going to see the open metaverse emerge in really backdoor and interesting kind of ways. So if those aren't the sort of things that are going to be really interoperable uh, in the open metaverse and what connects all these different worlds, then I've been trying to think like, well, what is? And I think the answer there is these different kind of communities and like even having your own decentralized identity, which you could refer to as a did. Okay, so what becomes really important as far as interoperability goes, it's able, it's being able to take your identity, your achievements and like your your status from one world into another fluidly as well as like guilds clubs communities because once you're able to like take ygg and bring ygg from axie into alluvium then you're you're keeping that social stickiness as you move from project to project and i think this will not only connect the the different games and platforms because social you could use other things forever Exactly. Because like you could use the different things like the meta key as well that like give you access to different assets in these different worlds, even though you're not carrying the assets, you're carrying a key or your guild or your identity that is persistent across all these different worlds and metaverses. And I think that's something we're going to see coming down the pipeline sooner or rather than later. So if you're listening to this, keep an eye out for DIDs, decentralized identities and different projects that might be working on that. One of those projects and I've probably talked about it before, could be something like Crucible. This also could be done through another project uh, called NFT Oasis. Um, Luxo? And there's a lot of... Luxo? Yeah, maybe. Maybe Luxo could be... Um, could definitely have its place in there. So, you know, it, the, the open question here is how does the metaverse emerge? And I think it probably does in a more back day, backdoor slippery way than we probably could have imagined. And it's not going to emerge all at once, but it'll be a slow process. So that's something that's been on my mind the last uh, couple of weeks. Talking about, talk about a DID, I think Metamori is the perfect example with his uh, 
VTuber ape. Uh, I think mm. there's there's a lot of uh, to unpack there, Jeremy, when it comes down to, um, you know, the whole celebrity versus DGen dynamic. If you have a did as a DGen and you really build community like uh, like a community starter, then you're like a voice. You know, I, I'm see, we're seeing that now in the right. dojo where people want to get in because they want the information, they want the vibe, and it's like that can really accelerate. Uh, if I if if we were all DIDs in a sense. No, you're you're actually like touching upon something that's really important and all that. So somebody who like kind of emerges like that, you could only uh, like I think the term is called an authentic authority. And oh, yeah. a perfect example of that would be somebody like Micah Johnson or like what you're even doing, right? Is you or build you trust. Or you Wall Street. Or, yeah, all of us, right? So it's like when you build a connection at a uh, um, a level of trust with your community then they'll follow you into things. And that's what Micah Johnson is doing right now with Aku. And once that becomes successful, like you were already touching upon earlier, he's already looking at different artists to bring into that ecosystem, to bring into that world. You know, so we enter into a really interesting, different dynamic world. And to begin thinking in this way is shifting truly from web two to web three mindset. And I think we've been seeing that happen a lot in the last couple of months, which is really, really cool and exciting to see. Walsh, your desktop, you have any intake on this? No, I mean, I, I was just going to say that it, it's 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 wonderful to see this evolution of it. Um, I was in the spaces last night, and some of this stuff came up, and a lot of people were like, "Oh, you know, a project they make money, and then they're they're doing similar things." And it's one of those things where when you look at some of these more prominent projects now, whether it is Larva Labs or CryptoPunks, Sport API Club, Cool Cats, Gutter Cats, etc. You, you know, they've made money at this point, but they're not here for the short game. They're here for the long game. So while a lot of people are like, oh, another project coming out with a coin or another project with a 2.0 roadmap, you know, these are officially basically companies now that have a stash yeah. of cash mm. that want to continually build out their product um, so that they're, you know, to, to for the Lindy effect, the longer they can last, the longer they will last but also to build value for the community. So they have to put this money to work. Money is is just a tool, just like a lot of these things. It's not a good or bad thing, but it is something that if utilized properly, they can continue to build out their ecosystem, their intellectual property, their partnerships, whether with celebrities, um, you know, athletes, um, the IP itself for like, you know, Cartoon Network or whatever it could be, Adult Swim, and then in investing in it to make sure that for the long run, you know, a lot of people, they get tired of hearing like, oh, another 10K project. Well, the amount of people that are coming into this space is going to dwarf anything that everybody keeps considering because 10K compared to the millions is going to be nothing. And that's why when people used to speak on Top Shot, they've only been around for a year. People don't like that they're in beta. Well, okay, you know, suck it. It, it, it is what it is. They went through alpha for a couple months. They're in beta still. Even today with their run it back pack drop, got one. Ben Wallace loved it, but Damn. um, I know. I mean, you know, congratulations. He, he, he blocked. He, he he was blocking a a, a later in his career Shaq, but I'll, I'll take it. Um, I like Ben Wallace though. Um, but it's one of those things where even they are still perfecting it while still building partnerships, dapper with the NFL and with uh, you know, uh, La Liga with the with the, you know European football soccer, and it's one of those things where they have to keep working, they have to keep grinding because if these projects were to just stop today. What was the point of them even building? Like the whole point of being in the space now, being early, is to continue building, breaking stuff, moving fast, making massive moves quickly 
so that they can get to where they want to go, to where we want them to be, and so that they can provide the experiences that people don't even know that they want to have at this point. So um, um, I, I completely agree with Jeremy with what he was saying. Walshi, imagine Bored Apes deciding to do their own cartoon network, right? I mean, it would be so disruptive to the the, the, the people of Adult Swim, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, they, they recently signed with um, some sort of like an agency, so I don't know what's going to go on with that, uh, similar to what Metahero did. Uh, Bored Ape just recently signed with uh, U2 and Madonna's manager, if I'm not mistaken. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. So I don't know what that's going to entail. Like, obviously, we own the commercial rights to our individual apes. But I mean, that's not to say that those managers can't put Bored Ape Yacht Club as a whole and as a as a business or like, you know, whatever kind of an entity yeah, you want to call Yuga it. Labs. Yuga Labs. It doesn't mean that they can't, you know, get them out in front of more people and to try to get more widespread adoption of, of their product, you know what I mean? And their future products. Um, yeah. So they're talking about releasing a coin, you know what I mean? The board API club. Um, the only way for that to be profitable is if there's an income stream. So if, if they're going to maybe do like a clothing collab or something with an existing brand through one of these agencies, um, that'd be kind of cool because then there's actually an income stream for this coin to actually get some value. So I want, I don't know if they're connected, but I've kind of been thinking maybe, hopefully. <laughs> That's yeah, a good point though, because because they wouldn't have got signed if both sides didn't see some kind of benefit to the partnership. So we have to, you know, trust that they've just like they've executed now that they're going to provide the value with them, especially with the coin that they're going to, you know, one one board API club coin is one board API club coin, and then whatever the utility is. Mm. is what yeah, it you is. guys, you guys are you guys are very smart for minting those. I mean, similar to MetaHero, uh, super smart. Insane. Right, they're offering coin, and and in order for the NFTs to have value, that coin has to have value. So maybe you know, I'm just kind of seeing a pattern with some of the bigger projects, and maybe it's related. We could be off, but if if we're right, you heard it here first. You heard it <laughs> for months, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I I want to see what those TikTok NFTs look like. I mean, uh, oh, you yeah, guys yeah, are right. Yeah. There's a trend happening: YouTube, Madonna, and uh, Coinbase, TikTok. I Major I had an IP, IPs, bro. Major IPs everywhere. I had it. What if they have NFTV, NFTV, and a lot of these groups, these these projects got together, and you had a decentralized type of viewing thing. You know, minus Stoner Cats. Um, sorry, Stoner Cats. Fuck you. But um, you know, <laughs> I mean, they could have delivered utility. You own the NFT. You could have got you know something like that. But anyway, you see Bored Ape Club, Gutter Cats. You see Cool Cats. You see Hell Draconis, and you, and that way. They actually come together and they'll be on a particular i mean that would that would be something that i would like to see and obviously you know i just like to play with the letters so that's why i said nftv but do you always have these crazy one-liners bro you literally need to get in a stand-up um <laughs> i would say everyone listening at home he needs to get in the stand-up thank you for watching the show nft guru talking show 35 i can't believe we made it 35 episodes in there's going to be a lot of things happening in uh, this show. New guests. Um, probably Trouble Farmer. Who knows? Ooh. There's Ooh. a lot of uh, a lot of things in the works. I know uh, when we talk about these influencers in the space, um, they could either, you know, it's a double-edged sword. You love them, you hate them. And then there's me and the homies. We're just we play both sides. <laughs> Uh, for the watchers we're just like observing all of these people just do what they yeah. do it's funny uh, i wanted to say uh shout out to parallel though for giving prime key holders a chance to get those packs 
those common packs at least. We don't get premiums, we do get commons. And uh, the Watcher dropping his trailer. I listed a black box today. See if it sells. Who knows? I gotta Ooh, get ready for the I, I listed. I listed a black box the other day, and then I thought about it, and then I took it down. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm probably gonna. I know with that data key coming. Uh, someone wanted me to talk about Fox Fam in the chat. They they collaborated with Ghost. They're gonna be 150 Ghost collaborations with Fox Fam. I always see like I, I think Ghost is one of the friendly, most friendly people in the space. But he just he doesn't collab with any just anyone. So that's good for Fox Fam and their longevity. Hopefully, you homies got a chance to mint. We put Talk the about their collab real quick. Talk about their collab with Ghost, I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're going to do 150. Uh, they're like fusions of the Fox Fam and the Ghost. It looks really cool. So both arts coming together. Uh, Fox Fam's artist is a really awesome uh, woman that worked for Nickelodeon and made art for that. Yum, yum. So I'm looking forward to seeing these worlds collide. There's only going to be 150. I don't know how that's going to work when you have, you know, 3,000 holders. So whoever gets that 150 piece, you're a lucky bastard. Um, yeah. It makes sense, though, right? Because we've seen these uh, gifts in the past. And I mean, like... Saturated. Still a nice gift, even if it, if it only becomes worth, like, 0.05 ETH. But, I mean, to some extent, like, it, it it's nice to get something that's actually worth some money, right? That's actually has some value and it's you know uh and, and and for the artist too just to maintain that exclusivity like um you think i get ghost it. was saying hey i don't want to i don't want to do ten thousand of these like this is not i'm not i'm not really sure like maybe but i mean uh i get it i get trying to maintain scarcity like verifiable scarcity is one of the main things with nfts right so like over overproducing, we've seen it with sports cards and everything. It's just going to decrease value. And it's it's probably just a way to actually reward the people that are getting rewarded rather than just giving them something that's going to get eaten up by a, a transaction fee. You know, uh, I agree with that. No, I agree with that because, I mean, we do see a lot of these projects. And obviously, even though I was mentioning that 10,000 is nothing compared to the millions that are coming in. I mean, the, the space can definitely get oversaturated with all of these projects. And in speaking with in the spaces yesterday, there was a, you know, there was a good amount of us and, and some of these creators were coming up and they're like, how do I provide value for my community? And one guy was like, well, maybe, you know, I'm going to come out with my project and then I'll, you know, sweep the floor and burn it. But I kind of gave him the analogy because I was, I, I just watched the, um, showed my cousin the Matrix trailer again. And I was thinking like, you know, in the original Matrix, what does Morpheus say to Neo? He's like, when, it, when, when you learn what you need to learn, you know, you won't even have to dodge bullets. And I was like, if you build a good project, you won't have to burn or sweep the floor. Like, it's not going to be like you, that won't even be anything that'll cross your mind because you'll be able to deliver value. And so like, Walt, bring it full circle to what Walsh said, you know, it's nice when they do these airdrops, but it is the thing that these projects have to figure out. I know timing's an important thing. It was in March, probably a lot easier to drop because again we are oversaturated now we're, we're in this final swing of what this crypto market bull run is going to end up being but if they can deliver whether it's airdrop or overall the, the the value to the community these things will eventually have good good amounts of value but um yeah like you said it's nice if they drop it but you want to try to find that balance between just dropping something to drop it and give it back to it actually meaning something and it, it you know so only yeah, the community can decide that like in the past, I've seen it done in the the, the form of like uh, doing different variations, like with the, one of the NFT boxes pranks he did with X Copy. X Copy made like three variations, but it was a collection of six hundred in total, right? So I don't know. There's little tweaks like that you could see, and uh, yeah, 
could you know yeah, try exactly. to fix things as far as the value goes to just try to actually reward the folks that are getting these you know scarce nfts no you got it brother for sure um so jeremy uh you don't have a beer i mean uh that's because kind of throwing me off it's so well, weird you know. i'm actually gonna go get a beer after this though so i know next stream i'll probably you know where you're going beer, don't so. tell people where you're at but you're probably gonna go to some hip uh underground cobblestone there's a lot of cobblestones where you're at yeah i have a i have a vague inkling of where i might go but um i'm not sure i have to be strategic about it because since being back in the states i don't have a car at the moment so wherever i uber to i need to make sure it's a hip area you know what i mean um so i don't just find one spot so well you know, what, what um, you were doing early wasn't bad i mean keep you know keep, keep it keep it foggy my friend get some oysters and some beer man some oysters over there dude here not, a, not an oyster guy. No, so, unfortunately, no. Yeah, not oh, not geez. Houston See? seafood. So, yeah. <laughs> fuck your oysters. No, I like oysters though. <laughs> Ooh, who does? I'm getting oysters with that stock on the Guru uh, Guru Bonanza Getaway dot com. Um, Saul already said he's taking us through Mexico. Mark, who is Salido? Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, so I'm, I'm, I'm down with that. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, all four of us could definitely go to Mexico. So. <laughs> I'm weak right now. Um, <laughs> What do you, uh, what, uh, is there any uh, mints that you guys are going for October? I'm looking forward to seeing what the dead fellas are doing. I'm getting some advice from Betty right now. Uh, start having a project, dude, is tough. You know, I, I, I need someone to help me mint. Ha I need, I ne I'm never doing an airdrop ever again uh, because it costs so much gas to, to, to send people stuff. I've realized that sure. I spent thousands and thousands of dollars on that, uh, on that uh, frisbee and that backpack. I'm talking to people in the space to try to help me uh, mint through contract for the to, for the user to pay the gas. So that's going to be huge. Uh, everything is happening in real time. But back to my point of October NFTs, dead fellas, I think they could do great. Obits have kind of went Parallel. up point one. Parallel, a watcher. But is there anything else, guys? That uh, maybe some APO, some alpha plays I wanna, only. I, I want to shout out um, just Cardano. Um, yes. and what they've been doing since they released a smart contract. It's been officially a month, a little more than a month. I you mind if I September. play that song, sound? Yeah, yeah, go ahead, bro. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's been it's been a month now. September 12th is when smart contracts went live. I know a lot of people were just, you know, hating, but it's so nice to see that the people that were building before these went live are really enjoying the fruits of their labor and the community's enjoying it. Now we have, and while she can speak on this, with the NAMI wallet that Alessandro was able to make in, co, uh, in connection with the Space Buds, big shout out on Space Buds because we're starting to see that now people have access to it. Those those little guys, you could have mint them from between 10 to 100 ADA when they first came out. You could have bought them for probably around 300 to 500 ADA uh, You know when we were being DGENs in Discord with the escrow and with the auctions and all that stuff, uh, obviously more for the more rare ones. But now the floor for a space bud, it was only about 3,000 ADA just like a week or two ago, and now it's already up to 5,000 ADA. We just had the our floor? first- The floor? Yeah, the floor, mm. 5,000 ADA for space bud for the floor itself. And then we had our largest sale we had a dinosaur sell for five hundred and a milli, 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 a space buds. He got the fucking money with the hair. No, I don't got the hair, but you know what I'm talking about. But a million dollars for the for the you know five hundred and ten thousand ADA. So just the beginning. Love to see it. OG project. Um, so just wanted to call them out and say love what they're doing. Love to see it. Whoop whoop. 
You know, I'm actually, I've gotten on top of my drop shit a little bit more. I started, in, ingenious idea, right? I started adding drops to my calendar. Wow. <laughs> so, wow. I know. That's big. So a couple a couple that I have my eye on, uh, speaking of Aku, Aku's next chapter Ooh. drops this Sunday, um, just in case you guys were listening and that piqued your interest earlier. Uh, IMX is going on sale on the 19th, and then Ooh. Hexarchia uh, is having a sale on the 20th. And I don't know if we've talked about Hexarchia before. Um, in case we haven't, the TLDR on them is they are a real-time strategy game, and they have built out an incredible game over the last two years. It's this project incubated by the University of Florence. It's in Unreal Engine, and it's completely built out, and the game is launching um, like this month. And so they're having their Warlord sell, and it's kind of like a chess, it's a hexagonal sort of chess uh, battler game, and it's freaking sick. I've played the game before, uh, I've, I've had a demo with the team, and uh, their, their Warlords, who you play with, go on sale on the 20th. And so if you haven't checked out Hex Archaea, guys, Hex, as in like Hexagon, and then Archaea, A-R-C-H-A-I. Wow, you guys got like some that. alpha plays only by the man himself that is fucking historical. You yeah, always respond on the plays only on the 20th and then of course parallel but those those are the big can ones you, uh, can you can you can you remind the guru's chat about that bro, bro please on that day please 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 i just had a memory yeah. come back Dude. to sure. artifact did i did we talk about that no okay uh, artifact, i don't know ahead. if it's october but i it might be in november which is something that's definitely got to be on our radar uh, rtfkt or artifact they're doing their avatar drop looks like they're trying to do some sort of a uh, not necessarily VTuber, but it looks like they're doing something along the lines of like what we've seen Mori do, like where, you know, he's an ape. It looks like they're maybe working with some sort of a filter from what I've seen on their, their Twitter feed. I could Man, be wrong. They're taking Mori's idea. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, it, I've kind of had that idea too, that like face filters of your NFT, would be kind of cool, like for an Instagram filter, not quite to the extent of what Mori's doing because, you know, he's putting in a lot of work behind the scenes with that, but it's going to be cool. Are doing that. I feel like if they have deep fakes, like already like uh, established, then why not have, like you said, watch that filter that kind of follows your face, like face or tracking blends. or whatever. Yeah, it's going to be cool. And uh, I mean, it's a super hype project. The following is just you can't deny that this is going to be a project that, um, if you can get in on the whitelist, uh, you're going to see a big profit. Like the people that got in on the MechaVerse whitelist did. Maybe not to the same degree, but like it's going to be worth trying to get in on um i wish the best luck to every one of you and uh yeah that's not that's not one we can forget rebel joker in the building what's up homie um walsh i was gonna ask you um what about kanju kings whatever that fucking thing is kaju, uh, kaju or oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. kaiju yeah kaiju was there some controversy in that or everything is good so that was one that came to my attention earlier in the week and uh i was interested in it because of the the hype and the interest right like i could tell that this was a project that a lot of people were trying to get in on there was a big demand um just the way things played out the the launch date kept getting pushed and pushed and then i i kind of rethought things you know what i mean um and not necessarily that it was a red flag i get that some people hit speed bumps and whatnot but um when it hits a certain uh, degree of you know uh, things getting pushed back i start to question you know why What's going on here? So I, I really don't know what's going on. I stopped paying attention after the second delay. Um, but super hype project, probably going to be profitable. I just I don't even know if the drop happened yet or not. 
maybe somebody watching can tell apparently us. apparently rebel joker is in here and i think he's the guy from the rebel rabbits sup man i or, or i don't know if i'm confused or not i don't know maybe if you are verify um dude um i'm so hungry i could uh I can relate now, dude. dude I'm, I'm in the same time zone. I'm starving. I'm starving. Yeah, right? I love it. I love it, man. I'm I hitting, it's hitting me like a fucking freight train. Uh, Jeremy's like, I don't have to go to bed at three in the morning right now. I love it, dude. I'm like, I, it's a whole new world. I'm telling you. Like Young said at the top of the show, I've entered into a new metaverse. It's freaking um, awesome. I was going to say, Jeremy, so what is your plans? Are you going to be traveling with Delphi in the States? I mean, are they based out of here? Uh, are you going to yeah. be at home office, home base? Yeah, definitely working from home for the next couple weeks. Uh, and then if anybody is at any of the following events, would love to meet up and have a chat. So I'll be at uh, NFT NYC at the mm. beginning of November. After that, mm. flying out to Lisbon um, to go to all the Lisbon festivities out there with the Solana. Um, so if you're at either one of those, hit me up. Then I'll be in France for a couple weeks with my partner, my lady friends. You're and gone, dude. You're I'll... out here living the dream, eating ice cream. Oh. Yeah, and then I'll be at DeFiCon, which I'm speaking on a panel at the end of Miami, and then that is immediately followed by uh, Art Basel, which I'll also be at in Miami um, at the beginning of December. So if anybody's at those, hit me up uh, in the dojo or on Twitter. And definitely Yo, you got to find a way to get an NFT NYC ticket because I looked at the event list. They're, they're, they're taking me to a Raptors game, a Knicks Raptors game. Holy shit. There you go. I'm like, what? Did, uh, did, That'd be uh, fun. That'd be good. Yo, dude, speaking of basketball, I was checking out the Raptors schedule, right? I was looking at the Raptors schedule for December, seeing if I could catch a Bucks game. I found out that I can get two tickets behind the, well, it would be the Bucks bench for less than like an ETH for a pair of tickets. Nice. For, which for I think would be sick for, for less than one ETH. Ooh-wee. Would you do that? Ooh, you like basketball? I mean, I, I honestly probably just got into basketball like two years ago when I started collecting sports cards and then I got into top shot and like, I just, I watched baseball or sorry, basketball steady now, uh, just as a result of trying to keep up with different investments. And that's through that I've really found a, a joy in watching sports that I didn't, I didn't always know was there. It's been wow. pretty cool. That's love <laughs> guys that's uh, for the listeners at home and for all the great beloved uh, live stream watchers. NFT guru talking chill is literally what it says. We, we're just a bunch of DGen gurus chilling, talking about the market. It's organic. It's a vibe. And most importantly, it's content as shit. Uh, and uh, we, we just are grateful for you to listen. Grateful for you to be here. Uh, we're getting into the tail end of the show. But I, I, I wanted to ask, um, do you, uh, I, I, what, Deadstock, Candy is dropping some NFTs, right? So, how can the tw- I the take 26th. advantage of that? Yeah, um, well, the, the best way to take advantage is really is just to... Is it a whitelist? To... I know you had to be in the well, Discord. Yeah, they, they were doing some some type of whitelist uh, last week for 48 hours. But honestly, um, everybody can participate. It's going to be a public thing. Um, I would strongly recommend Adam on Twitter. If you're on Twitter, even if you're not on Twitter, just uh, go to their Twitter and join their website. You can join their Discord through there. They give you the Discord. And they got a lot of good things going on. I mean, Roham was on, I believe it was CNBC today, speaking about Top Shot, the running back, but also speaking on a broader sense of us going into this final chapter of this bull run uh, um, and and the difference between a lot of projects that are going to be just here for the bull run and making their money now like versus 
projects that are here for the long haul and that are going to keep building, that have been building and that will continue to build. So with Candy um, or Top Shot or the NFL or La Liga, these are sports that are annual. And unlike a bull run that happens to come every four years after the halving for Bitcoin, if you love sports or if you just love NFTs, these might be something that you want to take a look at. I know I'm going to get involved with Candy. Again, shout out Usman, put me onto that months ago, um, you know, as a community guy for Top Shot and then transitioning over to Candy. But it's just one of those things that on the 26th, they're going to be doing their pack drops. Obviously, this is a company that was put together by Gary Vee, Mike Novogratz, and a few other VCs. So they're not just fake people. Novogratz has been in crypto. Gary Vee has been in crypto and obviously proven his worth with uh, V friends and what he's trying to provide with utility. And so some big things happening right now in sports. And I think, uh, as we always say, it's going to be fun to watch it develop. So yeah, yeah, definitely join the Discord, join the Twitter. It's It's candy.com, baby. I can't believe that whoever bought that candy domain they must have paid millions because they want because it's it's sweet baby it's sweet they want they wanted these things to be like little pieces of candy you know just like in uh what was it family guy oh piece of candy sheesh uh guys i'm looking forward to it blowing glass uh uh, workshop with a bunch of middle-aged women we're going to be making a reptar blowing glass monolith I don't nice. know if y'all seen Rugrats, but that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do all, all of us combining for this like one big reptar. We're making glass. dildos. It is what it is. I'm just. Kidding. It's gonna be. It's gonna be <laughs> epic. So I definitely gotta catch that. Uh, I want. <laughs> shit. Uh, I, I want to. Uh, uh, I want to uh, say uh, thank you guys. I, I mean, uh, Walshy. Someone asked in the chat. And I want to respect the chat. They asked about soul NFTs. Yeah, uh, are they a bust? Are they uh, overrated, underrated? Not a bust. I mean, I I've delved into Soul a little bit. I know that they had a little bit of a speed bump earlier on in the month. Um, from my standpoint, I mean, I look at profitability and security. Like it was, you know, my money's been safe on Solana thus far. You still using so that Washi uh, four point checklist? Uh, I, when I can, I, I prefer to <laughs> use it. But I mean, things we gotta we gotta <laughs> kind of just accept that the quality of a lot of the NFTs that we're seeing has gone down from where it was in the early days. People aren't really focusing on the quality. They're just trying to, you know, make a buck. It seems in a lot of cases, not always. Um, but getting back to the question about Solana um, I've been using Solana. I've done a lot of short-term flips on Solana. It's been very profitable for me. Uh, Star Atlas game is going to be on Solana. So I do use it. Five it's years. Been safe so far. We'll see how things go. Um, it's been money. So I, I yeah yes I use it cool cool I'm looking for I'm I'm just joking with uh Mike Wagner don't kill me I know your mini game is gonna be fire I I am a ship investor uh, looking for I think like I I was saying like Jeremy there's like a little lull in uh, NFT gaming I think because of the NFT uh, coining whatever that is Bro. yield farming coin action going on so so crazy Trust to see me, the there's trends. there's no there's no lull in gaming guys like uh, I I talk to projects all the time that are coming around the corner trust me like there there yeah there's a lot of head downs there's a lot of people building in stealth right now don't you worry you okay, will not okay. have games worry, uh, you yeah, won't have games not to play anyways so uh, yeah, it's coming it's be, the future is it's coming, coming baby it's coming baby for sure. uh, oh, um, real, real, real quick my bad brother real quick to the chat look whether it's ETH Cardano Solana Tezos Kusama polka dot we want oh, we want all that stuff if they all thrive then we're all thriving with it i hope you all you are able to invest into whatever you love and believe in and i hope it all moves 
um, you know, sending blessings and love to all, to all that. Cause I see you guys talking about everything. Like we're all in together soon. There'll be bridges. We're all going to be on the same platform. So anyway, yes, sir. Let, me, let me give you a gong sure. for that one. Um, dudes, uh, gurus, homies, beloveds. Shit was dope. It was, uh, it was great to see Jeremy back in full effect. You haven't missed a beat. You are very, uh, you're still wiser. I think traveling made you wiser, dude. Mustache looking good. Things. Thank you. And, uh, back. you know, you know the drill. This is the time of the episode. We're going to give Jeremy the last word. Uh, channel your inner sensei. Uh, Wall Street, Deadstock, and then Jeremy. Chill something, say something. So, uh, thank you for the subscribe. Everyone subscribing. Y'all are awesome. I'm trying to break 2,000 subs. Uh, so help, help a sensei out. Tell grandma. Uh, but, uh, Walsh, uh, you have the, I'm gonna put the gong for you. Sound your sensei, homie. You know the drill. Right on. Thanks everybody again for tuning in. Uh, it's, it's always a pleasure getting to interact with you guys. And, uh, since the viewership has, has kind of grown, the show has gotten a lot more fun because, you know, there's just been so many more topics to cover and, uh, the, the more, the merrier. So it's, it's really a blessing to have all of you guys and girls with us every week. Um, you know, just like I say, every week, uh, find the five people that you aspire to be like. You're the sum of the five people that you're the closest to. So surround yourself with people that are crushing goals that are similar to the ones that you have. So with, you know, like-minded people around you, you're going to be able to share your perspectives and ideas, not get caught in uh, any kinds of echo chambers because they are out there and hopefully you'll, you'll find success, but most of all that you'll have fun. That's the main thing. So I'll see you guys in the dojo and it's been a, it's been a really fun episode, guys. Tell, Welcome tell back, people where they can follow you, dude. You can follow me, uh, Walshy underscore ETH. And uh, yeah, that's my only social. You're so still Walshy underscore ETH. You still drinking five coffees a day? <laughs> I, I try to, honestly, I'm down to three. I have two in the morning and like one at around cool, four cool. or five o'clock. So. Attaboy. I'm back. not going to make it. <laughs> no, no. I love that. <laughs> uh, uh, the, the people's champ. Go ahead, man. Yeah, appreciate you. Um, yeah, thank you. Um, Love, love what Walsh was saying. Always appreciate hanging out with the boys, hanging out with the fam here in the chat. Um, my main focus is really just to continue to emphasize to one, um, keep learning. Definitely, whether it's through crypto Twitter, um, getting in on the discords, on, on Twitter specifically, don't be afraid to just jump in on the spaces. Don't even be hesitant to be a speaker, ask questions or talk about what, what you're in the middle of and, and keep gaining. Um, the best part about this space is that we are the celebrities like Beanie mentioned a month ago, and we're all working together as a community to rise this tide so that eventually there might not be a crypto winter. There will always be crypto summer. Um, but until that day comes, definitely keep grinding, keep learning, keep investing in what you truly believe in, have a plan, have an exit plan, make sure you're taking profits. That exit plan, better, though. Better to take profits early than late. I mean, we're going into the final leg. A lot of people who are even just getting into the space right now are going to be making some really good money. Um, think about taxes. It is what it is. It's a, it's, a, it's a realistic thing to consider. You know, don't just act like, you know, I, I will say tax-wise, well, none of this stuff is financial advice. Um, you know, taxes, if you don't file it, they have unlimited jurisdiction on your ass. Um, but 
if you do file something, even if it's inaccurate, I'm just saying, you know, three-year thing, statute of limitations here in the States. I don't know how it is in the other countries, but, um, and, and also, you know, each one teach one will be my final point. There's a ton of people that I get, you know, I get DMs from, or I have followers and sometimes I'll just randomly pick um, somebody and I'll send them an NFT because I'll see they don't even have, like they haven't ETH address, but they don't have an NFT, whether it's Ethereum or, you know, Cardano. And, and, and a lot of times those people are super appreciative because they see the space, they see the potential, they like what they're seeing, but they're really overwhelmed. And if you can really kind of get them initiated with something where they don't feel like they have to make a purchase, they are part of it. You brought somebody in and it gives them that momentum to continue going forward. So just uh, love you guys and, uh, and appreciate everybody. Love you too, bro. Yeah, that the exit strategy, um, you know, each one teach one. All that stuff is a kind of kind of the philosophy. Uh, I do help me with that in my life, and I kind of just like pay that forward. So, yeah, pay it forward, baby. That's a perfect way to say it. Uh, Jeremy, get the gong. That's a sweet sound. Yeah, I know. Love what the Dead and Walsh were saying. You know, um, it, it, like if you don't have an NFT to give, man, like just give some guidance as well. You know, like. Uh, We've all been helped out in our journey, so yeah, pay it forward for sure. Love that, absolutely. Um, I guess, like, I'll keep it kind of short and sweet this week, and it'll be kind of just like in the same vein of what's kind of been racking my brains recently, and it's kind of trying to transition from Web 2 to Web 3, you know, and as far as that goes, like, just start thinking about the future and what the future looks like with crypto and, and with blockchain and with all these different technologies, you know, I'm not saying we're going to disrupt and destroy everything, but try to think about it like realistically, like what does a world look like where the 15 year olds today are playing play to earn games when they're our age? Like, what does that future look like? And if you start kind of playing with those ideas and those thoughts, maybe it'll help you transition from a web two to a web 3.0 like mindset. And in doing that, like you'll be able to kind of identify crypto native ideas, crypto native projects and and things that are uh, innovating in a, in a crypto friendly kind of way. And I found it to be a, a, a tool that I didn't expect to be honing in my repertoire, but uh, one that <laughs> I've enjoyed honing in my uh, toolkit. So um, yeah, keep learning in this space. The more you learn, the more down the rabbit hole you're going to go and uh, the more your eyes are going to be opened and uh, the wider that chasm is going to get between Web 2 and Web 3. And then we're in the future, baby. That's all I got. I got to play this song uh, sound. It's this specific, specific sound for the homie. Um, oh, Young. Yes. Um, I do want to shout out Metamori, and I have one. I have hmm. one thing to say for, for him. Um, uh, and this is for everybody Metamori's too. Metamori, we love you um, and the family. But um, we're going to see haters. We're going to see people that fud. We're going to see people that are going to be talking down on stuff that you really like. And you're, you're just going to have to learn to ignore those people. And and why? Because fuck them. That's why. Dave Chappelle said it. And um, so I'm just quoting him. Yep. Agreed. Perfectly totally. said by a savage. That's that's why, you know, the ninjas, y'all fight and stuff. And you guys are dope. But then <laughs> got to protect the gurus, all right? Give them roses while they're here. They're smart people. They help. Um, they're not selfish. Um, you guys kind of made two references. That's why I know I'm living in the Matrix. Uh, Deadstock Dead said uh, a quote from uh, from the Matrix earlier. What was that quote? Oh, um, it was basically uh, in reference to when he was learning about his skills, and he says, "How do I do this? Uh, you know, how do I? How do I? How do I? Um, you know, how do I uh, dodge, bullets? dodge bullets?" And Morpheus was like, yeah, "You know, when you get to that level, 
you know, you won't even have to dodge bullets, which obviously at the end of the movie, we realized he, he learned how to do, he didn't, he didn't even have to dodge him. He was just a boom, stop that shit. And then Jeremy uh, references the rabbit hole. And now Mm -hmm. I'm going to reference that movie again when uh, Neo was in the car and had to make a decision to, to, to follow, uh, to go see Morpheus. She opened the door. Trinity said, there's nothing left for you down that same road. You've been there many times. So I think what we're doing right now, guys, is taking a really different road. We're in a different space, different technology. We're learning to navigate this river with canoes, with floaties, whatever we got to do from noobs to, to, to novice to, ex, to intermediates. And uh, it's been a joy seeing most of you, uh, your stories, hearing your hearts, and uh, seeing you win. And uh, shout out to all the homies here at Metamori giving people things, airdropping stuff. Big shout um, out. This to is them. how we win. Yeah. Um, it's really a hive that's being built, and there's no queen bee in here. I think we're all just workers that want to see this, uh, this, this colony grow. So I love you all. I appreciate you all. And thanks for watching NFT Guru Talk and Chill number 35. Number 36 will be next Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern. The podcast will be uploaded very soon. So tell grandma while she's eating a pizza or doing blowing mm-hmm. glass, chill and, and, and vibe. And uh, why are you guys laughing every time I say blowing glass? Because we know what you're doing. We know what you're doing, young. I'm not Fine. doing anything resulted <laughs> to pipes. Okay. Yeah. You, yeah. You're, pi- you're piping something. Piping up these dreams. That's what I got to do. Uh, Homies, uh, live the dream. Eat ice cream. You guys want to say something And above all, stay stay content. content. God damn it. We love y'all. See See y'all soon. We're going to back to that chill music. If you guys want to know that artist, it's Dream Homes. Dream Home Mirrors. That's what we're going to play. Dream Home Mirrors. You guys want that uh, song in the dojo? That's the quality of being in the dojo. Go buy a toy and like the stream. And uh, follow. How many Tonys are left? How many Tonys are left? Thirteen. Good number. Only third. Only thirteen out of out of fifty, baby. We're almost sold out. Almost sold so. out. Almost sold out. Point oh five. Jeremy's good. gonna go look and get a toy right now. Oh shit. Um, yeah, I am doing that. Youngcontent.io, right and then you could just press the uh, youngcontent.io. Take you right there, and then you can uh, see the toy to the right. Press it, and it takes you to variable. Right. Simple. D- um, DJ, hit that track. Hit no, that sorry. track. See y'all around and uh, chill in the chat and enjoy the song. And uh, love y'all. Peace. Meet your mic, guys. guys. Later. Love y'all. Peace. <laughs>